0: Welcome to Magical Traveling Moms podcast. We are excited to have you today. Today's show is sponsored by Mystical Dream Travel. Ready to plan your next vacation? Work with the professional memory makers at Mystical Dream Travel. They specialize in Disney destinations, universal, all-inclusive, cruise, and more. They will take great care of you and ensure you have a memory-making vacation visit www.mysticaldreamtravel.com for more information
1: welcome to the magical traveling moms podcast where your hosts tina and colleen talk about all things travel from theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more they cover news tricks and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams they love to travel and want you to love it too Find out their best-kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms podcast.
0: On today's episode, we are going to talk about what is on everyone's mind lately, what everyone wants to know and has tons of questions about when it comes to traveling. That's right. It's traveling in the post-COVID world. What does it look like? What does it feel like? How does it work? Are we ready to get out there yet? I think I speak for most of us when I say we all want to go on a vacation and we need a vacation, but it all seems so different and scary now. So today, Tina and I are going to try and soothe your fears and give you some insider knowledge about how we are going to get back out there and start traveling again. Okay, so first I thought we would briefly talk about what our options are for travel at the moment, because not everything is back to 100%.
1: There are really a, gr- a lot of great destinations that are welcoming um, guests right now. Um ooh. Welcoming others and waiting a bit, you know, longer to open it up. It's like varying destination to destination, and some things that are actually really that are currently open right now that we love are Walt Disney World, uh, Universal Studios in Orlando, some resorts in Mexico, as well as Jamaica, and there are a few other Caribbean islands that have started to slowly open. As well, I know Colleen has recently went on a trip. She's going to talk about it here in a minute, and then of course Disneyland and Universal um, and cruises continue to be closed at this time. Um, we're hoping to see the cruise industry actually open back up in November. Um, really hoping before yeah the end of the year. So we'll have to wait and see. crossed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's what we're really kind of hoping for. So, um, so as I mentioned, Colleen recently did a trip. Um, to Jamaica with her mom, and so that's one of the places that is open right now. And so, Colleen, why don't you share with us a little bit about your experience um, traveling during COVID and your experience at the resort at the resort.
0: Yes. So my mom and I traveled to Montego Bay, Jamaica. At the end of July, we stayed at Sandals Royal Caribbean, which is an adult only, all inclusive resort there. And, you know, so our trip started out obviously at the airport, and there are some new procedures at the airport. You are required to wear a mask the entire time you are in the airport and when you are on the airplane. Other than that, it wasn't too, too different. They did do temperature checks at TSA and for Jamaica in particular. So this isn't going to be true for every destination, but Jamaica in particular required that we got a travel authorization form before we could travel. So within 72 hours of our trip, I had to go onto the Jamaican government website and there was a link for a form. And I, it was like a health questionnaire basically that just asked for my personal information. And, you know, if I had been sick, if I had had a temperature, if I'd been around anybody with COVID, if I'd had COVID, if I'd had a test for COVID, a bunch of different things. And then you submitted that and then you waited. And mine actually came right back literally within 15 minutes. I got an email saying that I was approved And then there was a special certificate with a barcode on it, like a QR code. Um, And I printed that out. So each, my mom and I each had to fill the form out separately. And we each had separate authorization forms. And we had to show those authorization forms even just to get our plane ticket. So like I couldn't check in online. I had to go to the desk when I got there and I had to show them that form and they had to scan it in order to even print my ticket to get on the plane because of course they want to make sure nobody's getting on the plane that doesn't have the travel authorization form. Um, and then I also had to show the, the, that form again at the gate. So when we got to our gate, um, they had, they made announcements quite often, like every five, 10 minutes, they were making an announcement saying, you know, that you needed to come up to the gate before you boarded. Um, And they were checking your travel authorization form and making a mark on your ticket to also make sure that you had that travel authorization form. So it was really important. I had to keep it out like where it was easily accessible because we showed it several times before we got to the resort. Um, and then when we got to Jamaica and we actually opted to pay for the Montego, the MoBay club, um, and MoBay club is like a special service you can pay for when you arrive. And when you depart, you can pay for one or the other, you can pay for both. Um, but when you arrive, it's basically like a VIP concierge service, where they take you through like a fast lane, basically through customs and all of that. And um, in this situation in particular, it was my first time using their service, but in this situation in particular, it was very much worth it because there was a lot more steps you had to go through when you got to the airport, um, in addition to just going through customs like normal. So they had uh, people at tables, everybody was wearing masks. You still had to wear masks. There was hand sanitizer everywhere. Pretty much every time we left a room and entered a new room, we had to put hand sanitizer on. Every time we were about to like, go see a different person to do something, we had to put hand sanitizer on. So there was a lot of hand sanitizer involved, but our Club MoBay guy um, was amazing. And I mean, we bypassed a very, very long line because everybody has to like wait in line to go through this health check. Um, They take your temperature first. They wrote your temperature down on a little piece of paper and they gave it to you and you hold on to it and don't lose it. (laughs) Because when you got to the health questionnaire person, that was the first thing they wanted to see was your temperature little piece of paper. Um, And then they asked you a bunch of questions. Now on the Jamaican government website, They made it sound like everyone was also going to have to take a COVID test um, when you arrived, but it wasn't everyone. It was obviously like a random, I don't know how they did it. It wasn't clear if it was just totally random or if it depended on how you answered the questions or how many people were in your party. I really don't know. My mom and I did not end up getting tested, um, which was fine with us. We actually opted to get tested prior to going just because if you do test positive, when you get there, they make you stay for fourteen days, so they quarantine you for fourteen days. And I don't even know. It's if-
1: too bad to be quarantined for fourteen days in the Caribbean.
0: Well, the oh, the thing is, though, it wasn't clear that you got to stay at your resort for fourteen days. Oh, they, gotcha. yeah, you have to read the fine print there, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. which is what yeah, true, true, it said like you know maybe you could stay at your resort, or mm. if you couldn't, then the Jamaican government was gonna like bring you somewhere. I don't know where that is, but yeah, it was, I was like, I don't scary. really want to risk that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, my mom and I opted to go and get rapid tests a few days before we left, just for our peace of mind, like just so we knew. And we brought those test results with us, just in case. We figured it's better to be safe than sorry. Um, but we we didn't end up having a test done when we got there, so that was fine. And we had a butler level room, so we had private transportation. Um, I'm not really sure if they were even offering shuttles. It seemed like everyone that was in the sandals lounge had private transportation. So I'm not sure if that was because they weren't offering the group shuttles at all. They were just giving everybody private or not. So I'm not sure how the, that that would have worked if you didn't have a Butler room, but we did. Mm -hmm. So that was great. Again, hand sanitizer (laughs) before we got in the car, we wore our masks pretty much up until we were done checking in and our butler came and got us to bring us to our room and then we took our masks off. So at the resort, we were not required to wear masks. The staff all was wearing masks, absolutely every single person on the staff from the bartenders to our butlers, to the wait staff in the restaurants, the front desk people, every single person that worked there, the housekeeping people, they all were wearing masks. Um, there was hand sanitizer everywhere. Again, pretty much every place you went into, like every building you were going to go into, there was hand sanitizer. And at the restaurants, they made you do it. Like they were like, someone was standing there and saying, take your hand sanitizer. Like you can't come into the restaurant without putting hand sanitizer on. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when our butler took us to our room, he did make a point of showing us this, uh, it was a printout on one of the counters that detailed all of the different cleaning protocols they were doing. So all the touch points, like all of the things that our housekeeping staff was gonna come in and basically sanitize every single day. And, I, and it might have even been more than once a day, they came and they wiped down the handles, they wiped down the counters, they would wipe down the sinks, um, all of the things. And, I, and they were also doing that throughout the resort. So all like doorknobs and there weren't a ton of doors anyway. A lot of it's already open. Um, so like a lot of the doors I noticed were like propped open. So, like, you didn't have to touch them. There was only a couple of times I think we ever had to touch a door. and so were I, the
1: doors to um, the restaurants open, too? Yeah. Or?
0: So, now, Let's of course, ahead. we did have a butler as well. So, I think, like, one night we ate at Bombay, which is the Indian restaurant. I think there was a door there, but our butler opened it for us. Like, we didn't open it. Mm, okay. And the Spices, which is kind of like the main restaurant and where they have, like, breakfast and lunch in the morning, those doors were always propped open. And actually, Sandals Royal Caribbean – one of the things that was a benefit for them is that three of their restaurants are just outside, like they're open air seating basically. So there's no doors to the restaurant anyway. <laughs> so
1: that was good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah that's nice. So we yeah. didn't
0: ever have anything where we even had to touch a doorknob, basically. But um the only thing that was sort of a little disappointing was that we were not allowed to leave the resort. So, and that was something that was on that was the Jamaican government, right? So they basically have a 14 day quarantine in place. So if you're not Mm -hmm. staying more than 14 days, which probably you're not, (laughs) uh, you're not allowed to leave the resort. So once you get to the resort, that's it. As far as they're concerned, you're quarantining at your resort. And so we could not go to a different Sandals. Like we had intended on going over to Sandals Montego Bay, which isn't that far away. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of restaurants over there, like Butch's Steakhouse, which we didn't get to eat at. And I was kind Mm -hmm. of bummed about that. And you also were not allowed to do excursions. So it wasn't, you know, there wasn't anything outside of the resort that you were allowed to do.
1: Um. Yeah, I think that most of the resorts um, are going that route of just keeping you at the resort and no excursions at this time. Um, Were you able to do, I know Sandals offers a lot of um, activities yeah. on resort, oh, such yeah. as water things. Mm-hmm. Were you yeah. able to all do of all that? all of that stuff
0: was still available. So they still had like the little sailboats that you can take out. Um, they had paddle boards and kayaks. I saw several people kayaking. I saw people taking scuba diving lessons to get their PADI certification in the pool. So they were still offering that. Oh, nice they were still taking people out for scuba diving it did look like everything was like private though so like usually they offer like sunset catamaran cruises or they might have like a cocktail catamaran cruise or something like that or scuba diving like with more than one couple and it seemed everything was just you like if you wanted to go scuba diving they were taking out just your you and whoever you were there
1: your group so they weren't yeah, bringing other group.
0: people with them yeah Um, yeah. And it was very, um, I mean, there was a fun atmosphere, but obviously there were not, it wasn't full, like all of the rooms were not booked. Mm -hmm. So there was lower Mm -hmm. capacity. Um, I never felt like I couldn't social distance. There was never, I mean, it is a smaller Mm -hmm. resort anyway, so it's not like there's going to be hundreds of people there even when they are fully booked, but everybody was Mm -hmm. very respectful of the space. Like everybody Really kind of gave, um, you know, room in between the chairs and um, dining, like at the restaurants, they were seating people like every other table or every, you know, two, three tables. So we were never like seated right next to a person per se. Um, Mm -hmm. So I thought they did a really great job. Actually, I never felt like it wasn't safe. I never felt like I was, you know, in any risk or anything like that. I thought everybody was super accommodating and they were still really friendly. Like, you know, they were still warm and welcoming. And one of the things that I really took away from that was this feeling that they were so appreciative that we were there. On more than one Mm -hmm. occasion, someone who worked there, one of the staff said, Thank you so much for coming. Because tourism is pretty much the industry that a lot of these places have in the Caribbean, you know, a lot of these destinations in the Caribbean, tourism is the main source of income. And I'm sure it was very devastating mm-hmm. when everything had to shut down. So I, I really felt this overwhelming sense of like, they were just so grateful to be open. They were thankful to be there. They were thankful for us being there. Um, and they were happy that we felt comfortable being there. I mean, they were like, please, you know, go home and tell people it's okay and we're you know we're doing everything we can to make sure people are safe and it's safe to travel like they've really wanted us to like spread the message you know that's that's really the feeling I got from them which um you know and I and I feel for them I really do
1: yeah I've been hearing that a lot um in places um where they solely rely on tourism um -hmm. as the main source of income of that how grateful um The um, staff is to um, individuals coming down and spending time and taking the time to, in this day and age, you know, with COVID of going down and spending, you know, taking the chance of uh, taking a vacation with their families or, and really enjoying it. And and they're just so appreciative of that. And I had the same experience, which I'll talk about here in a few minutes Um, of that, where they were just so thankful to see people um, coming down and enjoying their vacation and wanting you to really share that experience, um, that it's really not as scary as maybe what we think it might be. Um, I, I personally feel like it's no different than what I would do here at home. So if anything, you know, I felt like it was cleaner. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like honest, much safer. Yeah. Stop. So I feel like a lot safer than going to my own grocery store <laughs> at <laughs> right. times, you know, especially with the social distance, because let's face it, you know, they're not always social distancing at the grocery store. Right. So, yeah, no, it's true. Um, it's, and it's really enforced in these places. And like you said that, you know, people really respect that um across the board. So you spent a lot of time I, you know by the pool. I saw your pictures. <laughs> I did. So and I know you had to swim out but I am just curious is in the public area of the pools like how well were they um keeping up with the cleaning so like if you left or somebody left a chair were they cleaning those right away yeah. um same thing with the you know just the general areas. Oh yeah.
0: No, we saw people walking around and just cleaning areas all of the time. So Mm -hmm. there were, you know, people on the beach, people at the pools, people just in all of the general public areas of the resort, constantly spraying and wiping and uh, doing stuff like that. Yeah. So I I really felt like they were going above and beyond to ensure that everything was clean and that everybody Mm
1: -hmm.
0: safe and i think that the people who were there were for the most part being very respectful the i did see groups of people hanging out together but they were choosing to do it you know i mean like mm-hmm. that was their their personal choice was to hang out together in the pool mm-hmm. but if you didn't want to hang out with other people or be near other people it wasn't it wasn't hard to like just be in your own section I never felt like it was overcrowded on the beach or overcrowded in the pool but yeah I they were really great about cleaning uh behind um everybody and just going I it kind of seemed to me like probably they had staff that was designated specifically to going through certain areas like every so many minutes and cleaning and wiping stuff down that's what it seemed like
1: Oh, that's great. That's great to hear. Um, what about activities? I know Sandals has a lot of activities on property. Did they still do this? They do a lot of theme nights that involve, um, parties and right. get togethers. Did you well, notice that they remove those or? yeah, I think that they did kind of alter
0: that a little bit. Like mm-hmm. normally, um, every other time I've been to a Sandals, there's been like a white party. Uh, Yeah. So the white, they're kind of known for that. Like they're Mm. white and the white party is, you know, they encourage you to wear white. That's why it's called the white party. And then there's A huge dessert buffet. So there's like tables laid out with a chocolate fountain and desserts, and it's and it's a buffet. It's a self serve buffet, and they have a DJ and there's dancing and it's very fun. There was no white party (laughs) while I was. Oh, bummer. I know, but I wasn't surprised um, because I think they, I I'm sure they didn't want to have a chocolate fountain and the, a a dessert buffet, like wasn't Mm -hmm. really probably going to be a good idea and how do you do that safely? So that type of thing was not there, but they did still have entertainment every night. So every night they had karaoke or they had a DJ, they had dancing, they had like a newlywed game one night uh, where there was, you know, people participated, guests came up on stage and they, you know, asked them fun questions about mm-hmm. <laughs> their spouse and whatnot. And that was fun. So there was still something every night. Uh, but yeah, anything like that kind of a big party that would have maybe encouraged there to be a lot of people, or like everyone to be there at once mm-hmm. and, and having like a dessert buffet, that sort of thing they they were not doing.
1: But I could oh, good. good to know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I understand why they would want to do that, but but they still did some fun things, like during the day, one day, they had a couple of people from the Sandals Foundation set up a table, and they had shirts, mm-hmm. like all these different t-shirts that said something about Jamaica, like it said Jamaica, or yeah, Man Mon, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, so you could buy – the shirts were pretty inexpensive, and then you could pay $5, and it was a donation to the Sandals Foundation, and they would tie-dye it for you. So you didn't do the tie-dyeing yourself, but there was a lady Mm -hmm. there who had all the different colors, and you basically just told her what colors you wanted and how you wanted it folded and whatever, and then she would Mm -hmm. tie-dye it for you. So I ended up doing that. Like, I got myself and my mom and then my two kids – Tie-dye T-shirts, and they did still have some local artisans there that had Mm tables set up during the day that were selling local crafts, which was very nice. I was happy to see that because I'm sure those people also like a huge part of their income is going to be selling their crafts at resorts Mm -hmm. like that. And so I thought that was great. They were still letting those people to come in. Again, everybody had to wear masks, and everybody was putting on hand sanitizer all of the time. (laughs) So they were being very Mm -hmm. about it.
1: That's awesome. Do you feel like your experience uh, on your vacation that you missed out on anything, or do you feel like it was what you normally would expect, other than a few things missing? We
0: absolutely enjoyed our time, and the only, literally, Mm -hmm. the only thing that I honestly am disappointed about is not being able to go to Butch's Steakhouse. That's because I've eaten at (laughs) Butch's Steakhouse before and I know how amazing it is. And Mm -hmm. so, and that was something on our list of like, we wanted to go to Montego Bay basically just to eat at Butch's Steakhouse. So that's the only thing that I, 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 I'm a little sad about. Otherwise we had a fantastic time. And, and, you know, it didn't matter to us if we got to leave the resort, really. We were there to relax. I mean, we were there Mm -hmm. to relax and unwind and recharge and lay on the beach and swim in the pool because that's the kind of vacation we like to take. So (laughs) so it was perfect for us, you know, but for somebody who's looking for that cultural immersion. Like if you're going on a vacation to Mm -hmm. one of these islands, because you really want to be immersed in the culture and you really want to go out and experience all of the local stuff, maybe that's something you'd want to consider about waiting until those things are open Mm -hmm. again, because you're not. But if you just want a relaxing vacation laying on the beach, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah. It's definitely that. Yeah. So, Tina, I know that you and your family recently was to Universal Studios in Orlando. I'm so jealous.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. And you yes. went
0: not that long after they had just reopened. So, you know, tell us, what was that like?
1: Yes, we did. Um, we went uh, probably about a month, actually, not even a full month um, after they had opened. And I will admit that um, I was a little bit nervous as a mom. Um, going initially, but I'm so thankful um, and so glad that we did. Um, We flew out of uh, Pittsburgh um, International Airport and uh, normally uh, early morning is typically very crowded um, at that airport. And so the crowd level is definitely um, very low um, compared to what we're used to seeing there. Um, security was um, very quick to get through uh, what was interesting. I don't know if it's because we were in the U.S. Uh, we did not have to do temperature checks um, at our airport and we did not have to do them at um, Orlando. So I was a little bit surprised at that. Interesting. Yeah, so when you said that I was surprised because we did not have to do those. Huh. Um so it was very easy now we did um a private car service as you know my husband is all about the <laughs> private car service so we do that every trip trip that is nothing unusual um for us. Um so we did a private car service over um to uh, Universal the traffic, I will say, is very quick to get there normally driving. <laughs> well, that's an improvement. <laughs> yes. If you've ever gone um, there to, in Orlando, it's usually a good 35 minutes to 40 minutes to even get to where you're um, going to the resort. But it, literally, we were there within 15 minutes, I'm- from the airport? That's amazing. Yes, I was in total <laughs> shock. And our driver, Charlie, who is wonderful, um, he even said, this is more traffic we've had in weeks. And he goes, you would drive on these roads and there'd be like nobody for miles. So it's wow. crazy. That's And it's crazy to think about since I've driven
0: on that highway so many times and it's always like gridlocked.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, yes, absolutely. So uh, once we got to the resort... Um, You have to take your own bags. So if you are expecting them to, to, you know, take your bags to your room, uh, they're not doing that at this time. So we went and we checked in and the first thing that we had to do, um, they have two um, people um, at, we stayed at Royal, uh, Royal Pacific at Universal Property. And um, first thing you have to do when you go in before you can even check in is get your temperature checked and they give you a colored wristband. So you get a wristband every day. It's a new color. Um, so every day um, when you come down before you head off to the parks or go to eat, you have to go and get your uh, temperature checked and they give you a wristband. it actually became a game for my family to guess what color we were going to get that morning. <laughs> None of us got it right. Oh my <laughs> morning. Oh. Yeah. So you go in and you check in um, and uh, the resort was pretty empty. Actually, normally that resort is pretty full. And we check in. It was very easy. It was very smooth um, to go in. And they directed us directly to our room, where to go. So we went to a room and the rooms are all uh, clean. There's notations. They have their enhanced cleaning that they're doing. Now, one of the things at the resort, um, they are not doing uh, daily housekeeping. Right. Um, and they're cleaning the rooms um, after you leave. And However, people, Right. Yep. However, if you need like uh, towels or you need more like shampoo or anything like that, you just simply call down and they bring them up and they put them in a bag and they put it on your um, door handle and they knock on the door, letting you know it's there. And the staff waits outside to make sure that you got it. You know, open the door and they're right there and they're at a distance. So um, all the staff had masks on at all times um the staff that does the temperature checks had actually had face shields on as well mm-hmm. so um i thought that was uh, something different it's the only time i saw that actually at the park um at that at universal with the face shields um was at the resort so Um, What's nice about Universal is everything is within walking distance there, so it's very easy to um, get to the park. So we only rode um, a shuttle one time, um, and that was over to Volcano Bay, and um, that was my first time at Volcano Bay um, doing that, and I I love it. I'm so in love with Volcano Bay. I just absolutely love it. I can't imagine being there when it's crowded, but um, it was was so nice. to we just got our chairs there was no crowd i mean there truly was no wait times now as far as masks go uh the only time you had to wear them is when you were just walking around in general so or when you were in line to you know to get something to eat or in any of the stores They don't have a lot of stores there i think there's just one where you can go get merchandise and you had to wear the mask um Mm -hmm. in there so but but otherwise, um, on the attractions and things that like at Volcano Bay, you did not have to um, wear a mask. It'd be kind of hard because they would be getting right. wet and things like yeah. that. On yeah.
0: Um, yeah. But did you, was, was there a line? Like, did they have social distancing markers for a line or?
1: Yes. So they have social distancing mark. mark- markers on the ground um and they really enforce them for sure the staff members were wonderful about telling you to make sure that you were behind that and before you actually get on any attraction this is true all across every attraction in universal whether it's volcano bay or over at um Universal Studios, you had to hand sanitize. There was staff standing there before you got on and you hand sanitized. So when you, when we walked in, now Volcano Bay was a little bit different in that when we walked into the attraction, um, you would hand sanitize. But so then when you would get up to get on, let's say if it was like a raft ride, Um, they would have you hand sanitize again, um, before you actually got onto, um, the actual raft to, you know, to get in. So I thought that was really nice. Um, but they actually had st- staff members standing there squirting the hand sanitizer on you. Sometimes Not it was a little bit, a lot. It was like dripping off your hands <laughs> Yeah, they, they would squirt too much, but I thought they did an amazing job. Um, the parks were really, really clean. They're all clean down there anyway, but I thought it, it Volcano Bay was just amazing. So, um, so we, you know, we spent a day there. Uh, we really enjoyed it and really like, and just thought they really did a good job. And like you said earlier, I totally agree that people are really respecting the social distance. And I will have to say. Um, I loved it. It made it for really, I'll be honest, a much more enjoyable experience, especially at the <laughs> parks, because you know if you've been, they're always like filling all available space. And yes, right. move forward. <laughs> yes, and you can be jam packed in there are sometimes with people you don't know, and so to have that distance actually was actually really nice. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed that space there for sure. Um, now when we went over to, um, the theme parks, um, you know, same thing we, since we did the temperature checks in the park, I mean, at our resort, we didn't have to do them at the parks. Oh, that's, um, yeah. So they really, um, because we had, all we had to do was show our wristband, wristband. but my understanding, yep. If you're a guest coming in for that day, we actually met family there and they, you know, parked in the parking lot, but before they could even come in, um, to the entrance of, you know, the park, they had to get their temperature tech, um, before, um, they even walked in, um, to universal property. So, they all had, so they had to do this. So they're doing that, you know, but because we were on property, right. um, we were, a, we just got it right at the um, resort and we were able to walk over, um, which was really nice. Like I said earlier, Universal um, is much smaller compared to um, Disney. So we didn't really use it, um, take advantage of the shuttle. I think we rode the, um, the ferry over one time. And they really, they keep you like every two rows, um, in, in the ferry boats, um, mm-hmm. over to the park. So, um, so it wasn't too bad, uh, with that, but we only did it once. We mainly walked over cause it's really not that long of a walk. So I really did like that piece of it and it kind of got you out of the crowd, but it wasn't crowded at all. There were times within the park where we were walking through and we hardly saw anybody. It was like, wow. Empty. I know it's crazy. So we did get to do a lot more than what we you would normally do on a regular stay, you right. know, under regular circumstances. I will say that um the parks when we like I talked about the hand sanitizing, so every attraction Um, before we got on, when you got up right before you were going to get on to an attraction, they would hand, hand sanitizer, they would squirt hand sanitizer into your hand and then you would get on. And one of the things I noticed that as we were exiting an attraction, they were wiping down and spraying down the rides. Um, before people got on you, they were sitting you every couple of rows, you know, depending on, um, the attraction. And um and they they still had their shows, which was really great. Um, they had like mini a mini parade with um with SpongeBob and The Simpsons and all that. And you still could actually meet um some of the characters, but in a social distance kind of way. So they didn't really take that um meet and greets out, which is nice. Um, but and you could still meet them but just not up close and personal, you know, like maybe what you're used to, so um, we get their autograph or did they have autograph cards they were handing out or. No, I did not notice that. I'll be honest. We did not get like any character pictures. Um, but I, and walking by, it did not look like they were doing that. They were only allowing photographs to be taken. Um, so, which was, um, which was really nice. I think the Simpsons, um, they were in a um like a RV type vehicle and okay. um they had it up, you know, like they were um camping and then they were standing there and you could stand on a location. Oh. They had markings down right. to where you could watch them uh, you know, and get a picture taken with them. And the shows, they had a couple shows um that I uh ran into. And that were really great. Um, They asked you to be, you know, stand at a distance and, you know, keep your yourselves apart from those around you, but they still found a way um, to keep those shows intact, uh, which I thought was really nice because a lot of people really enjoy that. It helps enhance the experience and they're really, they really are a lot of fun um, to sit and watch and see all that talent um, for sure. Um, so we, we, like I said, the, some of the procedures were different in the way that you enter the park, um, and the way that you get on the attractions. Uh, We did eat at three broomsticks, uh, for lunch one day Mm -hmm. and same thing. You had to stand like in a line, you know, to get into the restaurant. I think that's normal, but they had you, they had markings on the ground on where you could stand with your group. And they would only let so many people in at a time. And I noticed that they had taken out tables um, so that they can, yeah, so that they could actually put that social distance in place. Um, and they were seating you like, so they were telling you where to go and you did have to mobile order. So that was one thing I think, um, you can actually in the past go up and place your order, you know, at the counter and then pay when you go out, but they, um, did implement mobile ordering. Now we had a problem with the mobile ordering, um, just because, yeah, I think it was because I don't know if the signal was bad or what was going on there. So we actually had to go up to the counter, but it was only one person at a time. So I would, I went up and ordered with my family and then my cousins, that's the day they met us that day. And they went up and uh, ordered, um, with their, um, with their, you know, for her family.
0: But that's, they, they had something, if you didn't, for some reason, like if your phone was dead or you couldn't get the mm -hmm. app to work or whatever that they, they had an option for you.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so they bring the food to you. And, um, I did th- just overall, I thought they did an amazing job is constant cleaning handrails and, excuse me, and anything that you touch very highly, you know, that it's like very, right. you know, I don't know, touchable yeah. if that's the right word, but right. anything that's touched a lot, um, they definitely are cleaning, um, constantly, constantly. I just saw it all over the place. Um, Noticed it a ton and I noticed a lot of um, supervisors and managers were out and about in the park a lot. I'm sure they are all the time, um, but we probably don't notice it as much just because of the, you know, the crowd level. <laughs> oh, we the people thing? there. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know, what I thought was great too, is they had you, they called it you rest areas. And they oh. were very, yes. And we're they were very masks off, right? Yes. So um, they were very big space areas. I actually took advantage of it. Um, my family, my husband and daughter went off to uh, ride an attraction. And uh, Universal, most of their attractions are motion. <laughs> and I get motion sickness. So I needed oh to take, yeah. So I needed to take a break. So I went in, and they only allow so many people in at a time. And they monitor that very heavily and it actually is a really big space. So I was really surprised. I was really nice to see that I should say, yeah. because it it's a nice space to so where you could sit, you could take your mask off and just sort of relax. So I just sat there until actually it started raining that day and then they didn't come back. So I'm like, I'm going to the store and go and shopping. <laughs> so, um, they, I went into the Christmas store there and, uh, picked oh, up a couple, fun. I know, I love ornaments. So were all
0: of those areas outside where you could t- take the, you rest the, yes. is, they were all outdoors. So open. they were all, yep. Oh, perfect.
1: Yep. They were all outdoors. So I really, um, which was, you know, nice because, you know, it gives you that you couldn't do it like inside with all the COVID restrictions and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I will say they do enforce it. Now, some of the attractions, your mask, will come off uh just because of uh, you know like the Hulk for instance right I was um, wondering how that would work <laughs> yeah so my husband rode the Hulk um I'm too wimpy to do that so oh. um but he rode it and he loved it but he did say his mask did kind of come down from you know the force of the you know the wind it didn't the it come abduction.
0: off off right like it didn't like yeah
1: it just kind of like fell down.
0: I I was worried about that when they first said that people Mm -hmm. would have to wear masks on the attractions. I was like, hmm, even roller coasters, you know how, but I have heard that for the most part, most people's masks stay on. They don't, they don't come off.
1: Yeah. And that is true. His slid down a little bit. So, um, which I'm sure he was okay with, with that wind in his face, but they were seating everybody. They were definitely seating everybody, every other row or every two rows on that, um, on that particular attraction. We've even seen like some, like we were watching and we, I even saw some like three rows, you know, apart. So, right. it's, you know, so that one was a, probably the longest wait that, that, we had just because, really? um, mm-hmm. yeah, because I think the amount of people they were putting on each, it would depend on your party. So nice. if you were a bigger party, you all got on it. But if you were like, you know, in a bunch of individuals, you know, the way they were seating people, um, you know, they can't fit everybody on there. So it was, that was the longest, but we had the express pass and now we used yes. it just cause we had it, but I will tell you, we did not need it. That's
0: what I was going to ask you if you felt like you needed your Express Pass.
1: Absolutely not. Um, We pretty much everything was like, 100% 100% walk on. Wow. And so when they say like 10, 15 minute wait, I, I'm wonder, I'm almost wondering if that's like the default wait time, meaning right. there's no wait time. Yes. <laughs> that's how long it yes. takes you to walk from the entrance. to where Yes. On. And that's about it too, because it, it was just so fast. Um, so the other one, we did have one, we went in, I can't remember what the name of it is, but um, it is, a, it's like a show type attraction and that one was a little bit of a wait. Um, I think because we went in and it was raining and we were trying to get out of the rain. So it's oh, indoors. Everyone. So was. At, yes. <laughs> So that one was like about a 30 minute wait, but, and I think it's because they're only allowing so many people there and the staff would direct you exactly where you were allowed to stand, um, with your party. And so everyone had to be at like a distance. So every time, and this was one that you kind of move through like, uh, different areas and they would direct you. So I think, it normally goes pretty quickly as people go on to the next um scene Uh, but this one they were they had you wait and as each party came through they waited till they were about six feet ahead of you and then you were allowed to go so um so i think they did yeah i think they did an amazing job and i actually like i said i highly recommend if you're comfortable with traveling it really is a great time um to go and get to do much now we ate over in city walk, um, pretty much every night. And the, um, same thing is they, you could tell that they had taken tables out, right. um, just so that they can implement the proper social distancing. I thought the food was fantastic. And I thought the staff really did an amazing job. They, they wore masks at all times um mm-hmm. even you know in the restaurants and at the mm-hmm. parks everywhere we went whether it was in the stores or the restaurants or in you know inside the park or at the resort they they really wore masks even at the pool um at the resort pool um all the lifeguards had masks on oh wow so, yeah and so i um i actually we had lunch there our last day we had a later flight so we just sort of hung out and I was talking, I was ordering our food, and I was talking to um, the gentleman at the um, at the bar at the pool, and we were talking about how bu- you know if it's been real busy, and he said for him, it's been busy because they're on reduced staff. So he's working a lot more right. um, than normal because they're not calling everybody back. But um, he said this time of year, it really is slow. And I will say at times there, we have may be were the only ones at the pool. Wow. So, and normally in July, those wow. are, you know, crowded all day long. So definitely, yeah. And so they, like you experienced, they were very thankful um, for, you know, for people coming down for sure. Was there a wait
0: for the restaurants like at City Walk? Did you find there was a long wait?
1: Uh, the only one that we had a wait at was the Chocolate Factory. I was going to uh, ask because Toothsome <laughs> always has such a long wait that I was wondering. Yes. <laughs> it was 30 minutes. So, oh, and it well, didn't. I, <laughs> no, and I actually think it was quicker than that. That's what they told us. I actually think right. it was probably maybe more like 20 minutes, but. Um, we didn't, a lot of them, we walked right in. They're like, okay, wow. wait, just give us a minute. And um, and we were able to um, sit right down. So that was That's nice. Awesome. Even at the resort, it was the same thing. Um, we maybe had like a five minute wait, um, you it. know, so. Wow. Now, did you feel like the
0: guests, the other guests were following the rules and everybody was wearing their masks and did you see anybody not wearing a mask or anything like that
1: we um i felt that everybody it was for the most part just really doing what they were supposed to do and doing their part now i will say this one night we went over to disney springs um, just to check it out and have dinner over there. Uh, we ate at T-Rex, which is my husband and daughter's like favorite <laughs> restaurant. we eat there every time we go to Disney, but they did an amazing job. The staff at T-Rex w- did wonderful. The social distancing was great. Um, but what I will say is we were walking around and I did notice a few people have their masks down. However, um, the cast members over there right away would say to them, please put your mask up. Oh, good. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it's warm down there and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so I'm up North, so it's really warm down there when (laughs) I go down to the summertime, but it's, um, I think for, I would say for the most part, people really were very respectful about the requirements um, for the mask and the social distancing and things like that. Um, like I said, a few here and there, but you know, the staff was really on it. You They're like, you know, please put your mask up. <laughs> hey, <you>. yes. <laughs> yes, yes,
0: so yes. Anybody being upset or you know, we did rude about it or anything?
1: Nope, we never witnessed that. I've heard some stories. Um, for sure in different locations, but we did not witness that um, at all. I I just, for the most part, I thought everybody was really respectful. Right.
0: Well, you'd hope if people are going there, they're going there with the, I mean, they know what they're going to have to do and being okay with that. Now, the biggest question I have (laughs) is how was it wearing a mask all day in the Florida heat? Because this is like one of the things that's kept me from saying, let's just go down because the crowd levels are so amazing. I'm like trying Mm -hmm. to imagine wearing a mask in August at Disney World and and I'm not sure about it.
1: Yeah, so I would say that um, it took a little bit to get used to. Now, um, Disney is requiring the mask to be two layers. I mean, all of ours are anyway. But I didn't, once, I didn't think it was that bad. I will say it was hotter, you know, because it's hot anyway. It just did make it a little bit warmer than normal. Um, But it did not bother me because I kind of felt like if I needed to cool down, I would go into a store where there's (laughs) air condition or I would sit down and eat or get something to drink so that I could take my mask off during that time. Um, or I went, you know, in Universal's case, I went to the Urest area to rest. Now I will say we thoroughly enjoyed, Univer or Volcano Bay with no <laughs> mask. Um, I was a great feeling. Um, but it really did not bother us at all. My, you know, my daughter was, uh, with us and sometimes kids are like right. complaining and this is hot. Then they fidget with them. And we all were very respectful. And I think it's because of what you said. We knew what the requirements were going down. We knew that we had to wear them. And I feel that way in any business that I'm going to, if that's their rules, you know, and I want to be there, then I'm going to adhere to it. Um, I didn't really think it was bad. It's hot. Like, and you know, I'm not going um, right. to sugarcoat that, but you know, no, it yeah, is definitely dry, hot. Like- but, <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm actually headed to Disney um, soon myself. So, so I have to, I'll have to wear a mask <laughs> at the time. Um, but, um, and that's, I'll let you know how the August thing goes. But um, I really just think after a day, you get used to it. Um, we did cooling towels as oh well. So those are real big. And you can actually get these fans that are, you know, you can charge yes, them. You know, like you charge your They're iPhone. great i do not have i did buy one for our next trip um but i have heard that they are amazing um and that people um are really um enjoying them and they work well with the cooling towels yes. and you know things like that so um so we're trying so i'll let you know um but i didn't really think the mask that's was really, really great I, I you just mm-hmm. listening to you talk about it i'm starting to feel like maybe i have to go <laughs> you should go. You You need to go. I keep watching all these videos,
0: you know, YouTube videos of people Mm -hmm. who are there and like talking to you about your experience at Universal and the idea of going Mm -hmm. when there's such low crowds and being able to, you know, just walk on attractions or not have to wait too long and, and do like all of the rides. I mean, have you ever gone to Magic Kingdom and been able to do all of the rides in a day? Like never.
1: I know. I'm, you know, um, I'm going on it. It's a mother-daughter trip, and I said to my daughter, "I cannot wait to see how much we actually get." To <sighs> I know. Do. So I now, now it's you have me thinking about everything. it. Now I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> See, i know you're gonna be going i'm gonna talk to you next week and you'll be like i'm I, going i think i'm gonna well my mom did say something to me
0: the other day because she has also been watching youtube videos of all these people there and there's mm-hmm. no crowds and she was like i think i want to go and i and my first response was well fine go like i'm not going i i promised myself i would never go to walt disney world again in august because i i did years oh, I did it two years times. in a row and the second year it was just it was it's just so hot that I said I just can't mm-hmm. imagine with the mask too but she and she had a good point she's like well if you're not waiting in line she's like if you're not standing in a line for 45 minutes and you're able to just walk on rides and it, it, it'll be more enjoyable and it won't seem so bad and I you know I wasn't sure how I felt about it but now that I've talked to you I'm like I don't I think <laughs> i think I'm like
1: Well, and your mom has a good point because I will say that, that, you know, not being so crowded, you're not around so many people with that extra body heat and stuff. So it really does kind of like give you a lot of walking space. And so it's not really, you're getting on the rides right away. And so you're cooling off with the wind, you know, coming at you for sure. I think you should (laughs) totally go. So, um, maybe you you Um, twist my arm. I don't (laughs) know. Yes, I know. It's not that hard, but I was like you, I'm like, I'll never go in August. I'll never go in July. And we went in August for the, we took our daughter for the first time, like 10 years ago. And, um, we're going again. And, and, and we always say that in August and somehow we, every couple of years we end up going in August. (laughs) Right, I know. Well, that's the thing. A lot of times it,
0: yeah. it, it ends up working out where like June, July, or August to some kind of deal, or that's when you have time to go. And that's when the kids are out of school. So yeah, it is, it's just yep, why absolutely. it's usually very crowded. So it's so mm-hmm. neat to see it not so crowded. I'm surprised that you didn't say Hagrid's was the longest wait, because I was going to ask you what, what ride had the longest wait while you were there. And I was expecting you to say it was Hagrid's.
1: Well, Hagrid's has a virtual oh, queue, so at least when we were down okay. there, so it's, um, we had to get into the virtual queue. It took us a few times to get right. into it, um, to try to get into it, but we finally oh, did, and um, so so it was really the wait time, once we got our time, you know, to get into the queue, um, it was really just walking up to the actual attraction, was really um the longest time so it wasn't even like you really just walk up and you walk right on oh, the wow. attraction so when i said that rides are like 15 minutes it, i truly believe that that is in some cases the time it takes from the time you enter to get up to right. the ride um so um so because they had a virtual queue um there wasn't a wait time but i think i read something where they did open up the standby lines there recently I could be wrong, but I would need to double check that. Um, but I think the standby lines may be open um, at this point on Haggard's. But um, but yeah, it was it, the virtual queue was um, yeah. awesome um, because we could just get a time. Now it was just a matter of getting into it. Um, but I think with the crowd levels, um, it's um, pretty easy, um, pretty easy to do. So I'm hoping to have the same luck for a rise of the resistance, but I'm hearing that one's a lot more.
0: Yes, I know. So. Some
1: issues so then we go. So
0: we'll one. see. I don't know.
1: So, well, that's yeah. so
0: great. So, so yeah. I have a question just for us to ponder, you know, what do you think people sure. are most concerned about, uh, when they think about traveling right now?
1: I think it's, um, what the, um, destinations are doing would be one as far as um cleaning and social distance but i think when it comes to the theme parks i want to say um the biggest concern i see is the experience is that they're not getting the same experience um, because some of the things have been modified or taken away altogether Um, so that's what I think. I mean, I'm not sure. Are you well, hearing something no, different? I, I do think that
0: that's think the same. Yeah, thing? I do agree with you. I think what I'm hearing from people is they're concerned. I don't even know if their concern is necessarily that the staff and the, the destination is going to be doing the right thing, but it's the other people are going to be doing the right thing that if you go to the park mm-hmm. and yeah, Okay. Magic Kingdom, you're supposed to wear a face mask, but what if there's people there who don't wear their face mask and are, how are they policing it? You know, and I think people are concerned that other people are not going to be respectful about the social distancing and the wearing the face mask. So it's really great to hear that they are being good about telling people and saying, Hey, you know, you need to put your face mask on or you know, showing you where you need to seat, sit, like when you were saying about the three broomsticks, which is a quick service restaurant. So mm. normally you would be able to go in and sit mm-hmm. wherever you wanted, but they're telling you where to sit. So they're making sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I think that's, I think that's a really great thing to sort of put out there that There, people are being respectful people are following the rules and maybe a few people who might try not to follow the rules the staff is there to say no 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 like you have to you have to follow these rules yeah and honestly I think another thing I've gotten a lot of questions about is if they're offering any discounts and I would say that all inclusive resorts are offering discounts like I definitely see some amazing deals going on right now for Mm all-inclusive resorts, especially in Mexico. I mean, like the prices are blowing my mind for these all-inclusive resorts, like like, how cheap you can go right now. But theme parks (laughs) do not.
1: Yes, they are not offering. And it is
0: interesting to me because, uh, you know, you, you talked about the experience and people being worried about not having the experience. And I, Mm -hmm. and I agree to that as well, because what is an average Walt Disney world vacation cost for say a family of four and you want to go down for five or six Mm -hmm. days, you're looking at three to $5,000 with your hotel and your tickets and food and all of that. And do you want to spend that much money If you can't watch the fireworks and you can't meet the characters, you know, and get their autograph and have pictures taken with them. If you can't see the Festival of Fantasy parade, you know, so I could see why Mm. someone would hesitate. And it is surprising to me that they aren't offering a discount. I, I am surprised. I would think they would have offered something to entice people to come or to sort of say, sorry, we don't have everything that you need, you know, or everything you were expecting, right? Like, so something in some way of, of saying, mm-hmm. okay, we're not giving you the experience that you normally would get. So we're going to give you a gift card or we're going to give you a discount on the ticket or a discount on your room or something. So I am, I am mm-hmm. kind of surprised. And I've wondered if one of the reasons they haven't offered a discount is because they want to, they don't want to encourage too many people to come, right? Like, so if they offered some kind of great deal or some kind of great discount, maybe mm-hmm. more people would try to come and it would be harder for them to manage that. All right. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, that could be, um, I'm not really sure. Now I have, um, my cousins, they live in Florida and they recently were up at the magic kingdom and I asked her um, what she thought. You know, is it the same experience? Is how is it different, as far as experiences go? And it's definitely, you know, if you are someone who definitely your is on your must-do uh, list to meet the characters, you know, right. up close and personal, um, right. that experience is obviously not going to happen um, at this time. Um, I understand the characters are out and about um, in the parks, but in a different way and obviously at a social distance. Um, They are not having the full Festival of Fantasy Parade, but they uh, are... Mini
0: parades. Yeah, I have seen videos of them.
1: And I will say this.
0: Yeah, and I think I really feel like, and it sounds like Universal too, they're being really creative out thinking outside mm-hmm. the box and coming up yes. with ways to still make a magical mm-hmm. experience but, but not having, you know, you be able yes. to like walk up to the character and hug them and you know get their autograph or whatever but I think they've really done a great job at coming up with other ways to still give you that magical experience.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I I would one hundred percent agree with that, and um, I haven't been to Disney um, yet, but obviously I'll be going here shortly, and we'll be talking about that experience on the podcast, and hopefully Colleen will be going too and to share hers. Yes, um, but she, but um, you know, the nighttime shows are obviously gone. You know, they're not having those. and the parks are closing early, even over at Universal. Oh. That is one thing I did forget to mention. Um, they are closing them earlier um, than you know what we would normally see this time of year. Uh, yeah. just so they can clean, I believe, so they can really do their enhanced cleaning. I agree with you. I think on the discounts, I've heard that quite a bit. You know, um, we have a lot of people moving their trips around and they probably would still go if there was some sort of discount for lack of having the normal experiences. Um, I think, uh, you know, we would probably have quite a bit, but I think they're doing that like what you were saying to kind Mm -hmm. of minimize the level of the crowd level because unlike. Um, at universal, if you're staying on property there, you actually are guaranteed, right? Yeah. It's a little different than how
0: Disney, um, the parks doing it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So Disney's a little bit different in that you have to make a park reservation. And even though you're staying on property, it's not guaranteed that you're going to get into the park of your choice for that day. So it's very important to, before you go check those, um, calendars and that's what, you know, the agents over at mystical dream travel do for their clients is they check that to ensure that, you know, you can go those days that you want to go. So it's, so it's two very different processes, um, at each park on what they're doing, but I want to say they're not doing the discounts, um, At Disney, just because probably because of what you were saying, is they don't want the the crowd levels to go up. Now Universal does have you know park ticket, right? You know their their bundle and Z packages and things like that. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we haven't seen anything from Disney yet, um, and I don't know (laughs) that we're going to. You know, you never see no, because you just don't know. But I just don't. I don't see it. it. Yeah, (laughs) I don't see it. We yeah, I don't have, see it coming anytime soon. Right, you didn't so, have any issues but I getting your park you reservations.
0: Know. Like, did you find maybe you had to switch what park you were go- you thought you wanted to go to each day? Or
1: no, I was really surprised for our upcoming trip for Disney. Um, I did not have to change any of that. Um, I we picked the parks and everything was available. Okay. Um, I have heard that Florida residents, um, you know, those park passes um, are going fast. Um, and so it's hard sometimes for them, uh, to get a park pass or a park reservation, uh, for, uh, for the day. So they really have to kind of look, um, I do think right now the crowd levels are so low It's August, um, school starting, we don't start school for a few more weeks. It's been delayed here. So the timing of me going kind of meets the quarantine requirements that we have to do here in Pennsylvania with traveling to Florida, but, um, we um have to you know really you know we didn't really i was surprised i guess what i want to say that how much availability there was so that probably tells me that the crowd level is really low during the during when we're going right so here in the next actually few days (laughs) though But the time this podcast airs, we'll be back. So (laughs) um, but anyway, so yeah, so we didn't have any trouble. So and Mm -hmm. I'll get dive into that on our next when we talk about Disney.
0: So all right, so the next question I wanted us to talk about was what Mm -hmm. do you think the future of travel will look like as we move forward?
1: Well, you know, I would like to say this. Um in flying general, you know, we've all been on airplanes and they're not always the cleanest. (laughs) Um, the one thing I would like to see is that they keep them at the level they are today. Um, one of the things I was really impressed with, um, with the airline is that how clean the airplane was. I was like super impressed with it. And I do. I do hope moving forward that all of this enhanced cleaning stays in place in some form. Right. Um, I do think for the time being that um, we will probably have to continue to wear a mask um, and continue to social distance until you know maybe a vaccine occurs um, or something. Um, I do think there will be some changes, um, you know, in my opinion, I just don't know, uh, once all this is over, um, I'm just not sure how much of it will stay in place. Obviously the mask and stuff will eventually go away. We hope, yeah. um, but I do think that the enhanced cleaning will, will stay. Yeah. I hope that. um, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think
0: The enhanced cleaning, I definitely think will probably stay. And I think that is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these Mm -hmm. places already were pretty good about cleaning. But like you said, airplanes, Mm -hmm. airplanes in particular, I think have not always Mm -hmm. had the greatest (laughs) reputation for being clean. So I agree. I thought the plane was very clean. I thought the airport was very clean. So I think, and it's not a bad thing for everybody to, be more aware of Mm -hmm. cleaning or washing their hands or using hand sanitizer and what you're touching and making sure everything is is cleaned in between people. So I think I think so. I mean I don't know about the whole cleaning the ride down in between each you know set of guests kind of cleaning. I don't know if that will stay, but I think you know wiping the tables and the door handles and all of that stuff. I'm curious if the hand sanitizer will remain, if that will become sort of like a fixture going forward where you are encouraged. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't have somebody standing out there telling you to do it, but like you're being encouraged to do hand sanitizer before you go into a restaurant or before you get on a ride or when you get Mm -hmm. off or something like that. I could see that saying.
1: Yeah, I can see the hand sanitizers thing. Now, for us, my husband is the hand sanitizer oh, king. Anytime we go on vacation, oh yeah. So, um, anytime we get off an attraction, even pre-COVID, oh, wow. we he was whipping out the hand sanitizer. Oh, wow. see, so this was Let's no big deal all. for him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah. not. So, um, so I'm like you. I do. I kind of feel like the hand sanitizing stations will probably mm-hmm. stay um, in place. Um, but you know, and possibly I know a lot of the theme parks have hand washing stations that are set up, um, outside of, you know, the restrooms yeah. and things like that. So I have a feeling right. those may stay. But that's not, as well. I mean, I think that's a good thing, really. In, in general, Absolutely,
0: I agree. We should be washing our hands, you know, often. And especially if you're somewhere like at mm-hmm. a theme park, Touching a lot of surfaces, yes, and there's a lot of different people there. It is a good idea to, mm-hmm. you know, just have that out front and center so everybody's thinking about it that they should wash their hands mm-hmm. and wash them frequently. And I think, you know, I do think that these kinds of habits that we're putting in place right now, and I think they will serve us well going forward, you know, just as a society. But yeah, the only other thing I think is, oh, I think that we've maybe seen the last of like buffets <laughs> like self-serve buffets I don't know you know what I'm I am not a buffet <laughs> right. again, person like, so
1: I'm probably totally fine, okay you know? with that. It's not that
0: they're not gonna have mm-hmm. the type of buffet you know on a cruise ship for example like you always have the buffet mm-hmm. that's open for breakfast lunch and dinner and it used to be self-serve and mm-hmm. pretty much every cruise line has said at this point when they start cruising again that is not going to be self-serve anymore they are going to serve you mm-hmm, but that's mm-hmm. okay i mean i think that's fine I mean, if anything i think that's better i think that's yeah. a good thing you know that they are gonna serve people it's not oh, like yes. you won't still have the buffet mm-hmm. and all the different options and it's going to be amazing but it'll just be instead of you reaching in and grabbing something they serve it to you and quite honestly that's probably how it should have been done from
1: the- oh. Yeah, and I'm totally okay with that because it truly creeps me out when you're trying to get something and someone else's hands are going in there at the same time as yours, or there's food crossing over, right? Yeah, Yeah, other food that shouldn't be there. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too.
0: So I think that stuff like that maybe will will not have any more going forward. But it's it's not anything that I think we'll miss. I think it'll be okay. I think we'll be able to adapt to that sort of stuff. But I agree. I hope eventually. We don't have to wear masks all of the time. Um, that isn't something that's mm-hmm. really part of our culture here, and so I think it's been probably one of the most difficult mm-hmm. things for us to adjust to because we're not used to it, and uh, it is a lot. You don't realize how much you read people's lips, and and have you noticed that? Like yes. I have such a yes. I have a hard time understanding people's
1: because I never
0: thought mm-hmm. about it. Yes, yeah, like, like, i think that had people yeah. repeat Can themselves repeat so that? much <laughs> more now than I ever did. It's not because I turned <laughs> 40 this year, I swear. It's like, <laughs> I know, and <laughs> and someone said that to me, oh, you don't realize how much you read mm-hmm. lips. Um, mm-hmm. Until now, we can't see people's lips, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, I never thought about that, but I think that's true. Like, we must have been reading lips, and something about being able to see people's lips helped us understand them, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah. You know what, as a kid, I, um, I couldn't hear in my right ear. So I had my eardrum rebuilt. So I always had my right eardrum rebuilt as a kid. So as a younger kid, I, I, that's how I learned, like was reading lips so much. And so it stayed with me as an adult. So it's definitely been like a little bit of a challenge. I have to like really listen (laughs) now, which isn't a bad thing. (laughs) Yeah. So I do, I agree.
0: I hope that eventually I feel very confident Mm -hmm. once a vaccine comes out, once you know we've built up some herd immunity and the numbers start coming down and and things start coming. I mean, it will happen. I mean, there have been pandemics in the past and usually they last, you know, a -hmm. year to two years before it's not, you know, it's okay again. And of course the quicker you can get a vaccine the better. But I do think Mm -hmm. that once we get the vaccine and we get that herd immunity and numbers start coming down that certain restrictions will will ease up and you know people will be able to sort of move about more freely and and they're all going to want to go on vacation.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right,
0: well, we hope you enjoyed the Magical Traveling Moms podcast today and we would like to leave you with one more magical thought, a little bit of pixie dust to hold you over until next time.
1: Yes, so um, we have a client that recently had traveled um, to Jamaica, and I'm going to tell you a little bit of her story. Um, she vacations every year, and her and her family look forward to this time together on an annual basis, like many families. Um, her trip with COVID has, was a little bit of a challenge. Um, she originally started out at Disney. Unfortunately, the time that she could travel was during the closures. Then she chose to go to Costa Rica and that was ended up being closed as well. So about two weeks prior to her, um, actual vacation, we were able to uh, get her set up, um, to Jamaica. And one of the stories that she shared with me, and I'm going to share with you today, um, is that Kimmy was actually out, um, on the beach. And at her particular resort, they had some vendors there that they allowed to come in. And there was a woman there selling bracelets. And so Kimmy looked at them and she decided to uh, purchase a couple of bracelets. I mean, she think, I think she spent like $20. And the vendors started um, crying and said to her, I cannot thank you enough for purchasing $20 worth of bracelets from me. You have no idea what this means to me and to my family. She said, we cannot survive without the tourism here in Jamaica and it has been so hard on us. And Kimmy shared with me that it was probably one of the most humbling experiences she's had recently in her life not realizing here in the US, like how much we're able to just go and buy whatever it is that we need and, and just different things, you know, like that, that we tend to take for granted. And she even said herself, she started crying. And um, it just really humbled her that she was able to give back, um, you know, to that community and help the tourism there. And she had one other experience. Um, One of the staff members was, um, they were talking about fruit. Kimmy loves fruit. And she said to her, you know, have you ever had a Jamaican apple? And and Kimmy was like, oh, how is that different? And she said, oh, it's very different. She's, I'm going to bring you one. And she was off for a couple of days. Kimmy forgot about it. And when she came back to work, She brought her an apple, um, took the time and remembered to bring her this apple. And while that may seem very, you know, not like a big thing, um, but uh, Kimmy was so appreciative that this staff member remembered that she wanted to try this apple, this Jamaican apple. And she enjoyed it so much. And she said it actually was very good. So and it is very different than what we have here in the US, but um, she really enjoyed it. And so that, you know, she, that is the kind of things that people are experiencing, uh, when they're traveling right now. And I just thought it was just a wonderful story. It's
0: very hard to share. Yeah. It's, that's a heartwarming story about the impact travel has on all different walks of life and different places in Mm -hmm. the world. And yeah, it may just seem like a vacation, uh, but, uh, us, us traveling and, and vacationing mm-hmm. means uh, so much more than just us going and having a good time. You know, we are helping to support these communities and these workers and these people who have jobs and need to make a living. So that's a great
1: story. absolutely.
0: Well, until next time, you don't need magic to disappear. All you need is a destination.